Being able to still be teachable, anything that we do is to direct people to God. I am a pastor. It's your heart to serve. It's understanding who Jesus is. The smile is really good at hiding. Firing away here with you guys. Whatever your weakest piece can be, something brought this in about it. What is going on? Genesis Church, how you guys doing? And those that are listening on uh, all platforms, audio platforms, I appreciate you guys tuning in to Thursday Talk. We are super excited to have uh, another episode before us, uh, a little bit different today. Uh, I'll get right to those things with you guys. But once again, welcome to Thursday Talk. Super excited to have you guys a part of this podcast with us. Um, a few weeks, about a month ago, we launched uh, as a church. And so we're, I'm pretty excited to really just be able to be uh, in front of a lot of people and chat on a lot of different things that we are, are doing at the church, as well as just uh, what's going on in our minds. So um, I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Sierra. I'm the creative arts pastor at Genesis Church, and i um, really excited to have you guys with us. But once again, you guys can tune in, um, as you see to Spotify, Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh, the whole audio platform. Follow us too on Instagram or Thursday Talk Podcast. And you can watch live, um, if you're not today, you can watch live on Facebook, uh, Genesis Church Orlando, uh, as well as uh, you can watch them on YouTube as well. So I'm excited to do, to have that implemented as well. So uh, looking forward to getting into things today, but before we do, I just want to let you guys know, uh, just to leave a comment below, uh, any questions, any prayer requests, I would love to hear back from you guys. I uh, got someone special here today, and so looking forward to this, but I'll explain everything here shortly. Uh, really quick, guys, what is Thursday Talk? You guys are probably like, why Thursday? Why? What's this all about? If you're tuning in for the first time, I want to say welcome first off. Uh, but Thursday Talk was just originated uh, basically to continue our um, continue the conversation, continue to meet as a team together uh, as creatives, as, as being the creative arts pastor during a pandemic. Uh, I wanted to be in the face of our team constantly. And so every week we would get together and discuss uh, music. We would discuss uh, tutorials. We'll have tutorials. We'll have biblical teachings, time of worship. And so as we've done that for over a year and a half now, Pastor Tim has challenged me, our lead pastor at Genesis Church, to expand that and uh, bring it over to the church. And so Thursday's talk is a, uh, collab, uh, um, a collective of all of that uh, put together and just having conversations uh, with different individuals as well. So looking forward to that. We're uh, going to continue. I promised you guys, as, as, as I did last week, I promised you we would go back into Meet Your Pastors segment. And so uh, the Fab Five Genesis edition, I'm really excited to uh, just finish this off um, with yours truly today. Uh, we'll be uh, interviewing. I have a special guest with us, and that is Pastor Tim Grantstaff. What's up, my man? We uh, we need a producer correction right away. What is going on? That is, I'm the host today. Yes. He so, is. He you're is. Not the yes, host. Yes, I'm yes. the host. So this now becomes officially my show. And that's the whole reason I asked you to move it public was just to get you to yeah. finally get it all going. Then I could take over. That is and true. Get man. all the credit <laughs> for all the hard work you've done. So um, no, we uh Pastor Tim was like, Hey, listen, man, you're interviewing all the pastors for this whole uh you yeah, know, so series. I said, we need to interview you. <laughs> and 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 so that way people get to know a little bit yeah. more of who you are. Yeah. But also, you know, like you said, we, we joke around. 
Fab Five. It's it's, it's my Backstreet Boys yeah. band. Yeah. Whatever we want to call ourselves. At the same time, yeah. people don't really get to know the true us. And I think that our authenticity yeah. and the transparency of mm-hmm. how we want to live um, speaks volumes and yeah. can really help some people. Because I think that as we've done this, those that watch and listen, they can relate to something we've all faced. And they go, hey, if they've done that, it's true. Then, then, I, then that's how you know I, I can be encouraged or, or I can be strengthened to keep going. So it's true. It's gonna that's be true. fun. I'm excited to have. I've you. got the mic today. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you be, don't know listen, every direction. No, I don't. I don't. And I'm nervous about that, guys. And so, uh, yeah, that's why I'm sweating profusely today. Uh, but anyways, I'm excited to have you, Pastor. Um, you're you're kind of a regular now. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. I could co-host if you need me to. <laughs> I yeah. could. I'd have to have some limitations on when I'm allowed to speak and when I'm not. I so, got you. I got you. You know, yeah. that's it. So yeah. you let me know. You ready to roll? Yes, but before we do, I wanted to just quickly get pick your brain on one thing. Uh, and so, um, highlight talks. And basically, we just finished kickoff kick off Sunday, uh, which was phenomenal. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this upcoming series with um, Rhythms of Life. Yeah, so new series this Sunday is, is something that, uh, you know, you always want to say, well, I'm really excited about. But I, I'm excited because I know there's so many people just ready to toss in the towel, throw up their hands. Like they're just fit to be tied. They don't know what to do right now with their life, schedules, busyness, patterns, habits. And, and for us, you know, as the pastors of this church, this is something we've been walking through since before last summer. And so this isn't something we're just going, Oh, well, let us give you a few answers. This is something we've been living with for about a year and a half ourselves, how to have healthy rhythms in our life in our marriages, as parents, as, as people who, who work in, in the workforce. For, so that's what this series is about, is about getting biblical answers to healthy rhythms that will change how you experience, navigate, move through all the trials, the ups and downs, the good and bad of life. So it, it's going to be it's going to be powerful, and it's going to be things that I believe people can really take and, and apply immediately and see some significant change. I'm excited for it. It's uh, it's uh, we call it a season yeah. of rhythms of life. And so, uh, we're kicking this thing off pretty, pretty, um, just pivoting, going into a whole, yeah. uh, another direction, uh, in a good way, but we're having, um, worship through the decades we're starting with gonna the be hymns. Awesome. I think, I think pastor Tim is more excited about this set coming up than like any other set we've done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, because <laughs> Half the songs we have looked at, you're like, what is that? So, which which is awesome because you, you, we're realizing you didn't grow up in church like when we did or the way that we did, which is fantastic. So you've had different experiences. So when we're doing hymns in like eighties and there's going to be some people that are going to show up in church and be like, what is going on? Like, this is not Genesis, but I think it's going to be not only fun, but it's going to be a great time for those who did have God do something in their life through one of these decades at a certain time. And music, music is something that helps you, you know, create memories. Like yeah. there's things in life you did and you hear a song and you're like, 
oh, I remember that going on in my life at that time. Yeah. And the same is, you know, true for worship in church. There's certain times when God was doing things and certain songs, and, and maybe we'll hit one or two and someone will be like, I remember yeah. God doing that, and it'll refresh and renew Dude, them. Yeah, I mean, you triggered, you triggered some people when you said worship through the decades. Yeah. We've like, got a lot of people yeah. giving us a lot I've, of input. I've gotten a lot of ideas. <laughs> I, I dare to say you might get a bunch <laughs> in Facebook today. Pick this song, pick this yeah. song, sing this song. Listen, and then I, I realize we've, we've kind of already got yeah, it set. Listen, I apologize if I don't get to your entire set list that you sent me, but we're working. I promise you we're getting everything lined up to, to be. It's been fun. It's been fun going through Spotify yeah. and trying to find some of these old songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just love to see me in this spot. <laughs> Listen, man, this is what we do. Throw yeah, you in the yeah. fire. Let's do it, man. So uh, today, again, guys, we are doing a meet your pastor segment. And today, uh, Pastor Tim is hosting this and he is introducing uh, yours truly, your host, uh, myself. And so, um, yeah, let's... So Let's we'll get right through we'll start introduction off simple. section. Okay. Simple. Just like you've started every week. Right. Just for a moment, tell us like who is Johnny? Yeah. Johnny Sierra. Johnny Fuego. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, there is a um a meaning to that uh nickname. My youth pastor, um, when I was 15, 16 years old, I got I came fresh to from Milwaukee and just was on fire for God. And fuego means being on fire. And he would just be like, man, there's a fire in you, man. I'm going to call you Johnny Fuego. There you go. And so ever the since Instagram then, handle. it has been like, yeah, that's been the thing. And so people always know me by that. Or if they, if, you know, it's I've been told, if, is it a middle name? Like, so that's kind of the backstory behind that. Is this is this. The, the Johnny middle schooler with a wife beater on on the balcony yeah. of the apartment complex. <laughs> is that where Fuego came that? from? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. 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 You're getting okay. it all intel. Are all right. you? Yeah. Yeah. No, right. yeah. I, man, honestly, very simple, man. Just uh, a follower of Jesus. I'm a servant of Christ. Um, I've been blessed to be a husband of 13 years to my wife um, and uh, to three beautiful children. Uh, two of them being twins, uh, which is uh, you know, really been uh, a real amazing journey. I uh, never thought that would be it, but that's kind of how my life has been, just always in those n never thought it, it would be type moments. But, uh, yeah, just a servant of Christ. I've always had a, a heart for Jesus uh, since I was 15. My parents dedicated me as a baby. I played in the choir with my dad. Um, percussions were my first instrument I ever played. Um and you saw my dad preach uh, the gospel, you know, most of the time I was under the benches sleeping. My mom would pinch me and ask me, tell me to wake up. But, uh, you know, those are moments I yeah. remember I hold on to. Uh, I wish I had video or even copies of some of those teachings he did or even paid attention, right. knowing, you know, how things would be. But, you know, again, I think those uh, have always been rooted in me. And we talked about this when I when I interviewed you about uh, the importance of having your children with you in, in, in areas where you serve and are, are being a part of. And I think that that has kept a lasting uh, impact for me. Yeah. So, yeah, man, just a servant of Jesus. All right. So let's do this. Let's let's move to leadership. All right. Want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Talk about some leadership. But we'll, we'll piggyback off of that, because I think for people that are watching today, like, there, there's there's this those three kind of you know buckets people sit in like the people like I didn't grow up in church at all like all this is so new to me yeah and then there's the people like casually went here and there and then there are people like us like yeah you slept under the pew mm. because you're in church which 
people don't realize like getting to know you today is a testament to the fact that when the scriptures say train up a child in mm. the way they should go yeah when they grow old they will not depart like so many times as parents we want to give up but we don't know when that seed is going to finally take root and grow so don't give up keep training keep going True. and then we have these stories where it's like us being involved in church that much did something and it not only did something it called us to something. It's true. So, you know, what's crazy is that people don't realize that a year and a half ago, you were working out in just the, 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 the work field of yeah. the world, yeah. and you're having this battle with God. Do you want me to leave that and just surrender to you? Yeah. And we were praying for two years that, that God would begin to open a door for a, a role in a position. And so just kind of talk about being called by God how you knew that and, and what was pl- taking place. Yeah, at, at uh, age, oh man, I want to say about age 15, 15, 15, 16, there was a pastor that prayed over me and uh, and just kind of prophesied it over my life and that uh, past, pastoral ship would be over my life somehow. Um, and I, I come from a family of pastors. My dad was a pastor. My, my uncle's still a, a pastor in California um, I, and, and just growing up under that. And so I, I don't know. I just always had a... Uh, Ever since then, I've just seen what God has done through me in ministry yeah. and people surrounding me confirming those things. Did you, when you were, when you were that young, did you think the person who said that was a little weird and crazy or were you like, um, you know, it's kind of like hindsight. Now you look back and go, oh, now I, I recognize those things because you get two, two people who go, one will say someone prayed over me yeah. and I knew immediately other people like, yeah, I wasn't so sure, but now I see. No, no, it's uh, I, 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 I really held on to that. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll be very honest. I, I was very discouraged very fast when I didn't see it. Nothing happened. Um, you know, I, I just me having knowing I had the opportunities uh, to begin this ministry journey a lot more earlier in in a full time or part time basis. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it just wasn't coming to happen. So I, I doubted that a lot of the way. I just, you know, to a point where it, it, it conflicted. I was getting very, I don't know. I was just, it, it was getting very uh, tough for me to really understand that and then understand the reality of what's really happening in my life. Like they're just not matching up and yeah. it's been a lot of years since this has happened. And so I just don't think it's, it's really going to work. And so, um, but I kept serving, you know, I, I, you know, having a title or not, that's always just been, the, my kids really drove me to get to the level that I needed to go to. Um, you know, I've already, I, I would say before my kids came, I was very driven uh, by, by the work of ministry yeah. and, and hoping that my work and my accomplishment in ministry would lead me to X, Y, Z, uh, and it didn't. And uh, I gave up for a little while, for two years. I just was like, you know what, we'll just, I didn't give up church. Just, I, we just still attended but we were just kind of looking around, and I, I started taking on other hobbies. I felt like, you know what, like I spent all my youth doing this. I, I feel like I, I just need to explore some other things in my life. That's where, hence, the bodybuilding came into my life uh, in a competitive way. And then Jennifer was pregnant, and I said, man, um, I, I have to cement this faith of ours. I, I had to step up as a man of God. Like, that's what I really wanted to be man of God for my kids, my, my wife. And so it led us to where we were previously, you know, and again, you know, like I tried to uh, avoid 
<laughs> ministry at all costs, but there's a huge story behind that. Yeah. But God just chased me down for it. Well, I think what you said is is a testament to how I've grown to know you, but people watching, but even people that are struggling right now with like the same thing. Like, yeah. what is God trying to do with me? Where's God trying to take me? Like you just said, God had to take you out of this striving and this, this thought of, I have to earn my way into a yeah. role or position. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize I want to be a man of God, a godly husband, a godly father first. Yeah. which is your first ministry. And yeah. when God gets you to that point, you know, and yeah. then he begins to open up doors exactly. and begins to carve away. So he was molding and shaping you the whole time. Just didn't see it. Yeah, I had to get to a place of surrender, man. Yes. Like, truly. Like, because I thought that again, my accomplishments and that stems down to my, my childhood. I felt like, um, you know, where did I miss the boat where my dad was right. just not around? What did I do? Uh, and so that, you know, you don't, we're, we're reading a book called The Thing Underneath the Thing. Um, and it's just one of those things like there's layers. Yeah. And as I became, uh, as I un- began to understand where God was peeling those layers, I began to realize, man, like a lot of what I did in ministry was really to have eyes on me so that I can get to the place that I, I thought I was supposed to be at. But I, it was just the intentions were wrong. Right. You know, the mentality of it was wrong. And so um, once I surrendered, my kids came and I, I went through a dark moment there. Uh, it was just kind of like the, all right, my hands are up. God, I, I'll just, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm getting back to the heart of worship. Heart, I'm going back to, to the beginning. And, and, and then you'll lead the way and everything else. And that was a lot of years took yep. place from that to, to, to about two years before I got in. Um, you know, I had to get to that place again of surrender. Like, yeah. and so God really knows how to put a, put a, put a hold on, on me when I'm really being led in a, in the wrong way, you know, with my, with the way that yeah. I go about ministry. Like he, he knows where to stop things and get me, redirect me right back to where I need to be. I'm glad you, you know? mentioned the, the book we're going through as a staff. Yeah. The thing beneath the thing. Author Steve Carter, a really good friend of mine, former teaching pastor at Willow Creek, and uh, actually I'm in a, a pastor's cohort that he's uh, a part of right now. The thing beneath the thing, and and it's allowing us in our own leadership to ask ourselves those tough questions, like what masks do we wear? Mm. What's the thing beneath the thing? Like people always see the surface level or the reaction, but there's something else that's probably causing it until you deal with that, and so. God was doing that in your life. Yeah. And then God opens the door for, you know, you to become part of Genesis, which was a, an answer to prayer for us and a, and a prayer that you and your wife were having to, to n- take this next step. And now you're thrust into it and you're in this leadership role yeah. in the middle of a pandemic yeah. with, you know, your first Sunday ever leading worship for Genesis church. Crazy. And that's the Sunday the doors close yeah. and no one can come in the building. And so you are only left for, almost five months to worship through a camera with people in their houses and you have no idea how they're responding, what's going on. So when you say like you were striving for possibly at one point a title or it was about you and what people thought, it's like God just ripped that out and said, hey, why don't you try singing in a camera and you won't know if people are applauding, if they're joining you. 
if they're yeah. if they're liking you. Yeah. We we didn't know there are people that you know showed them like oh this is the guy that's been leading us. Yeah. So what are some leadership lessons you've learned? Yeah. By doing all that, oh, that's it's it, you have to keep you, you have to be can't be led by external factors uh who you are has to come from your secret place um it's funny that that's the way it happened because most of my life when god put a hold on me and stopped you know put it put a dead end on the road it, it was moments where it was just me and him and i had to get back to that place and so it's funny how getting in, into genesis it, it was kind of the back to the origin of where this all began and who this is all about. He's stripping everything away, making everything so unorthodox that I don't even know. I don't even know what edge to have. Yeah. Like, you know, and so that was that that was like I tell you, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change the direction of this at right. all. Um I love that the first Sunday you led, we were getting texts and people were asking how many people were in the building. Yeah. And we were like, no one, it's just staff. It's COVID. It's lockdown. It's just staff. <laughs> we're all yeah. social distancing. And they said, well, the guy that's leading, yeah. like, it looks like there's a bunch of people in the room. And to a, a yeah. testament, you know, not to sing your glory, but the passion of what God was doing inside of you was already being evidently seen through but a camera. Pastor, that comes through my secret place. Yeah. Like, you can't fabricate, you know. Absolutely all of this, you know, and so it came from a secret place in, with God, and and there's no explanation, no edge that I had, no nothing. It just came back to the very core of who I was. This is the way that I do and how I do it and how, and however God's calling me to do it, that's the way that he's called me to do it, yep. but it came from the secret place in my life. Being what you see on stage is 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 a little bit of what I get to do on a daily basis yeah. with God. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs and, you know, doing what I do on stage like that, but it's, it's the way my heart is expressed to God uh, in that intimacy is, 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 is even more. Well, I powerful. think for those that are watching and listening, like the truth of what you're saying comes from not, you just grew up and you were the super spiritual human being that yeah. no one can be like. Yeah. It was a lot of raw, real moments of wanting to give up, walk a different path, try something different, yet knowing I still got to cling to God. Yeah. He's still doing something in me. And by that faithfulness and your commitment to him, he has shown his faithfulness and what he wants to do with you. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's evident in how you lead your family. Answer this question for me. What, uh, what is it that right now brings you the most fulfillment now um, that you've stepped into this new role? Yeah, no, it's, there's a lot, man. Um, but I, I just love seeing people get to a place of their full potential. I, I really do. I, I love to see uh, kids like Jacob Charles, right? Right. Uh, given an opportunity, just like I was, to go up there and lead worship and do this, you know. And um, I love to see that. I love to see... Um, my team just get to a place of, of, of pure passion for this, you know, that, that, that it's not driven by anything else but a love for God. You can, you can see that difference from somebody that has to be there and someone that wants to be there. Like, there's a huge difference. Uh, in doing this for as long as I have, I, 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 see, I can see that. And, get, and if I can see that, imagine more how much God can. But I love to see people get to that place 
of worship. Uh, Alexis was one of yeah. w- one that I, I saw from the beginning. Uh, Nick Schultz, another pastor um, that we led worship together, we're able to see her grow and become what she's becoming now. Right. Um, and and it's just the list. And that has been uh, like, like a two edged sword for you. Because that has been uh, something that's evident in you. So there's a lot of people like they, they, they truly enjoy giving and investing in people. Yeah. And your shepherding heart was seen immediately and, and, it's, and it's noticed. But at the same time, a struggle you've had in learning leadership and ministry is that you can invest in people and care for people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just reject it and they walk away. And so sure. you've been trying... And I've grown up in ministry and I've been in full-time ministry since I was 20 years old, you know, so I've got decades of this. And the first thing I said was like, I hope ministry doesn't jade you because you have such a joy and a passion for it that sometimes that rejection of other people or the people that don't want to, to give or commit the way that you're giving and committing to them, has been a little bit of a struggle as a leader. Yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been one of the hardest things. Know, you just feel like, gosh, I have invested so much uh, into an individual or this this area or whatnot, and you just kind of see things kind of begin to unfold and, and not go the way that you thought, and it's it's a challenge. It, it really is. You know, I'm learning through that. You know, because you invest so much, you believe in your people so much that you're willing to do whatever it takes. You're willing to to be there by their side in whatever uh, way that you can, and so. Um, that investment, that 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 heart investment is, um, it's it, it definitely, it, it's it's the biggest investment you can make in people, yep. you know. But you gotta you gotta you know learn and, and grow. I'm learning to grow and understand, just trust in God that He will, um, you know, praying for those individuals that God continues to really to work through their heart. Um, I, I it, it's tough to see people um, that you invest in and then um, they just. You don't understand why they don't yeah. carry that same passion, you know, and 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 you just hate for things to to right. swirl down, you know, and and so I that 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 is something I'm I'm learning how to manage and really like that. You God learn you can't with. fix everybody. Yeah, that's true. And man. you just gotta let God fix it's you. That's true. And then work through you. Yeah. And you know you can do and you can't do. That's true. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force him to drink. Yeah. That's the and, truth. And 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 those real life lessons we all learn are just magnified when you're trying to lead someone in ministry because there's an eternal factor yeah. that's attached to it that they may be rejecting or just don't see. Yeah. Um, in, in a year and a half, what's been your greatest moment? Yeah. I uh, better be a part of this story. Dude, um, I, I mean. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say what you really want to say. Don't say what you no, think. No, no, no. There's, there's a couple moments. We've had some phenomenal moments of worship. Um, in regards to worship, um, I will say, uh, our, um, anniversary Sunday was special just to see the kids with us, just to see different dynamics, um, kind of multi-generational, uh, message that we're sending there, yeah. you know, that we can do this together. Um, that was, that was a special moment. Christmas was another, another great moment for us, especially, um, just celebrating that a good Friday was, was phenomenal you yeah. know, Easter season. But I, I think, man, one of the big moments for me was, was not even singing. It, it was, uh, speaking on the goodness of God. There you go. It was, uh, that's been the cool part is, is your, your passion to preach. Like first time you preached, you came to me. 
I didn't put you on the schedule just because <laughs> you were new. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to overload him. Like that, that can send people into like anxiety. Like I don't speak in front of crowds. I'm not yeah. good. And I know many worship leaders that like they can lead worship. But when it comes to like preaching or, or teaching in the scriptures, that's not their forte. They're, yeah. not, they're not comfortable. And you're like, hey, I don't, I don't want to overstep my bounds. But if you wouldn't mind, let me share. I'd love to be a part of that. And first time you did it, it was like, send him. And, and that just, you know, that solidified some of our prayer that, you know, we wanted a pastor and a shepherd, not just a, a good singing worship guy. Yeah. And, and so uh, that's huge. Influences. Who are some of the biggest influences in your life? Because there's people that are watching and maybe, maybe it's a, a book, podcast, speaker, yeah. your pastor, your, your, your boss that influenced you in such a way. I, I mean, you guys uh, obviously know, man, you guys carry a big part, part of my life. We'll always have that part, you know, um, no matter where we go or what happens. And so you guys have definitely solidified yourselves. You, Chad, PJ, Will. Um, uh, every season, man, I had a, in my life, I've had a different influence. Uh, when I grew up, it was my uncle, William, William Ruiz, he's a war vet, you know, he, he, uh, he, he has, uh, one foot because he, he, uh, in Vietnam, his other wow. foot got, uh, blown up. And so I grew up and he would, if, he would use it as such a joke tactic wow. though. <laughs> yeah. He would they take can it. go there, but you yeah, can't. No, he they would, have to be able to go there first. Yeah, he it, yeah, he would that. take it off and scare me to death and tell me, like, if I didn't listen to my mom for something, he would say, you, you're, you're, this is what's going to happen to you. Your leg's going to be gone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he was no joke, man. But he was, he was, a, he was a, a big father figure for me. Awesome. Uh, just, I saw him about a month ago. He's battling... Um, some cancer and so it's just going through some difficulty but just again just filled me with so much wisdom uh that it was great and then when i got into um my 15 teens you know my my cousin margarita you met them and yep. javier they've been huge for me uh, and from the beginning she led me to uh, the church where i was for a while and um you know without that i mean i wouldn't have met my wife i wouldn't have known so many different things that i knew um and then, you know, I had the musical influences. Uh, Manny, Manny Gonzalez was a huge, uh, great pianist and bassist, great worship leader. Um, Ish Medina was another uh, one that just... Uh, I have no idea who you're talking about. No, right these now. are friends that... You don't say the Backstreet Boys, we're going <laughs> to end the feed today. <laughs> Ish shat me down and ta taught me piano. And uh. like, uh, you know, and so these, each person just kind of believed in me uh, and really had an influence over me and... I mean, now being with you guys, it's like huge, man. I'm like spoiled. Um, nice. like the little brother that just, um, just gets to get taken care of by, you know, the big bros. And so it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I love it, man. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's yeah. with everybody watching and listening. Cause this is where like, there's Johnny, the, the, the pastor, <laughs> the worship leader, the guy in ministry. And then there's like the people like, but like, what does he do in normal life? So uh, let's have let's some fun. Ahead. Fun Ready? segment. Let's go. Fun segment. Let's Ready? Go. Just, just as quickly as you can. Yeah. Outside of ministry, what do you enjoy doing? Uh, watching football, man. I, I love football. Got my fantasy team. Uh, this year's, you know, we're one and zero now. So let's go. Um, your fantasy team. Fantasy. I know. Not bro, your don't football bring team. <laughs> let's clarify that right now in this it's, recording. It's a rough start. I your Packers. Fan. It's, it's a rough start. Okay. It's a rough. What people don't realize is like you're one of the very few Hispanics that we've ever known that came out of Wisconsin. <laughs> Like, that was our first question. Like, really? 
Like from it's, Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. It's random. So you're a Packers cheesehead fan, which we will pray for yeah. you on that. Um, Keep me in prayer. It, before ministry, just give me one. Just give me one job you did. Yeah. You came uh, in, in the ministry. Before ministry, when Dixie. When Dixie. When Dixie started uh, putting carts, you know, back and forth and nice. then worked my way up to uh, the prestigious. Uh, Shelving, I knew uh, we were like stocking, that, stocking my, guy. One of my first jobs was Food Line, which is a grocery store in Virginia. I don't know if people are aware of them, but no, nice, kind of same thing. Yeah, See, yeah, we were meant to, to yeah. be connected. All right, and then uh, randomly, give me one thing people don't know about you, man. Um, I, I'm, I'm a huge like I got a su- huge sweet tooth. You do, yeah. I noticed that for like all the time. You know, doing what I did in my background all the time. <laughs> yeah, for having, for working like out, fitness dude. Dude, I am like you are always eating sweets. I, dude, at heart, I'm just like. And as a guy who has diabetes, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's, I just love it, man. Like I'm a snacker at night, man. I'm just always got all something the time. all. The and then time. I look at you. I'm like, how can you eat that <laughs> and you're, and and stay that fit when like I'm. Trying not to put that in my body so I can stay fit. I could be stuffed. And man. I'm like, it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie that you can't eat that and be fit. Yeah. Because you're living an example of no, that. No, it's true. All it's right. true. So we're going to do this. Rapid fire. Rapid fire For all those segment. still with us during their lunch break. <laughs> they, which, by the way, uh, guys, comment below. Are you are you staying tuned? I mean, they're very adamant about keeping this 30-minute time frame, which is great. 30 minutes, I understand. Yeah. But man, you guys just, uh, we got to put heart into this a little bit, That's right? A, everybody watching right now knows our team. <laughs> and they know PJ. <laughs> and they they know how long things can go. Chad probably won it out in 15 minutes. He last did. Week. He did want like, it. He was but like, then I started hitting him with some questions. I could see him that. rocking. Like, I can't even <laughs> sit here. Okay. Rapid fire. Are we ready? Let's just so go. people get to know you. Oh, gosh. Coffee man. or tea? Uh, tea. No coffee. I don't drink coffee. Something's wrong with you. I, I drink tea every Sunday morning. It's called, going, it's called vocal tea, and it helps. You're not going to Zaza's with this <laughs> I'm leaving you out. Would you rather watch a movie or read a book? Ah, uh, watch a movie, man. What type of movie? Hey, uh, I mean, action, but I would be lying to you if I, did, if I didn't say, like, romantic comedies was something me. Did you really just boys. say that? Yeah. Romantic comedies. <laughs> I'm I'm digging my own grave For here. Everyone bro, watching today, <laughs> I'm digging my own grave here, man. <laughs> wow, I don't even know if I can go further right now. Ladies, you will love me for that. But wow. listen, it, I, I you know what I, I it's. I, I truly, I, it's not that I sit there and I pick it, but my wife don't, takes don't over. She says, "Let's do and this," and I'm like, "You know what? Let's do it. You Let's have fun." Declared romantic comedies. We're gonna. It stop is right what there. it is. It is um, what it is. Would you rather? Watch basketball, football, or baseball game. Man, that's tough. Be at it. Actually, let's talk about that. Be at it. Not watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. Be Which at one would you it? rather be at? Oh, man. I, I I would say a Bucks game. That's only because they won the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of this year, you you would not choose to be at Dude, a game with we that. were. Listen. So, people don't know that we were FaceTiming each other at 1130 at night on a Saturday yeah, night before they, church. They, they didn't. As they were winning and the game. And you were in a jacuzzi right. in are you, Georgia. Are you a beach guy or like a in the woods cabin guy? Ah, uh, man. Probably Woods cabin guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you, uh, would you, favorite holiday? Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. Um, do you, would you rather talk on the phone or text? 
Uh, text. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's answer this question. Do you know what <laughs> rom-com is? I do not know. What you know, it's a is. new term for, for those who love romantic comedies. It's like the new <laughs> modern term. Oh goodness. So anybody watching or listening wants to buy him a shirt off <laughs> Etsy today, buy him a shirt that says rom-com. And, and everyone will just kind of know this is, Listen, this is the bro, life you I, I, I'm very similar. Oh. Listen, I'm not boasting or nothing, but a lot of uh, uh, David, David held these qualities. Right. Listen, he was a romantic guy. Then David he was a who? warrior. Then he was uh, a skillful musician. Like there, there's you, you. Come on, bro. The only time you find about David being romantic, it didn't lead to a great ending. <laughs> so hold on for a second. <laughs> All right. And, uh, uh, how long have you ever let your hair grow out? This is the longest. That, that ponytail, that's the longest? Yeah, I've had been. braids before, but it's, this is the longest. That's the longest. And, and I want to say that I'm, it's due to a reason, yep. but I've had it since, since uh, being a pastor, and so it's just kind of one of those things. I think I'll, uh, I'll keep it around. Until we do a pantomime where I can play Jesus, Ooh, then no. then after that day, then on Monday I'll cut never, it. Ever. <laughs> never ever, never ever. Which yeah. I have, I played Jesus uh, in my old old church a couple times. If there's video, we need this, <laughs> just like the pictures. I, I can find some. All right, and then um, let's let's do this. Uh, um, favorite boy band. Dang man, you're gonna go there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Katinas. Do you have like a buzzer sound <laughs> effect right now? Like just one of those big X's, like whatever you just said, toss it out the window and get rid of it. And no, not not that. Whatever that was, just that's a rom com sound right there. That that was terrible. So the Katinas, man, I love. Do you you know the Katinas? Yeah, the, the whole the Hawaiian group, the Christian Hawaiian group, that they were them. great. They were great. All right, listen, you're trying to you're no, trying to put know. me that's in the all corner. I, that's all with I wanted to Backstreet know. Backstreet Boys, where you were, where you were gonna come with that? Old okay. Town. So at least you know your groups. Here's the deal. What I want people to <laughs> walk away with today, other than thinking they're a complete mess, <laughs> is where we're headed with this podcast. Yes. So just in the next ninety seconds. Yeah. Close us out. Because we're done with this whole interview thing. I got you. You know, after yeah. after we found out you like romantic comedies. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> um, that's all anyone will remember today. That's Whatever. Whatever. Uh, why they need to keep coming back on Thursdays and where we're headed and why we want to make this a resource for them. Yeah, yeah. I just think, uh, you know, we're going to continue to segue off of uh, Sunday's teaching a little bit. Give you some snippets on what's to come, obviously, but uh, also just diving in. Like last week uh, was a snippet of, of what was to come as far as uh, just leading the way into kickoff Sunday. We talked about community matters and just the importance of what that was in the early church. Uh, and then I thought it was just a great, great segue right off of uh, to lead you right into kickoff Sunday. So uh, we're definitely going to do that. I have some interviews uh, in the future that I want to, you know, make you bring to the forefront. Uh, and we'll talk all things music, um, tech stuff sometimes, not as much, but uh, we'll, we'll get into some, some uh, different topics and stuff like that. But 
Uh, I just want to continue the conversation, continue the conversation of, of our previous Sunday leading into what we're going to do moving forward. And to those that are not attending Genesis Church, should be an outlet where they can uh, get fed as well and get some more information and, and just know biblical, biblical te- have biblical teachings under their belt that can uh, help them through their daily life. And awesome. so uh, yeah. obviously I gear towards a lot in the worship side. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to favor those areas, but there'll be segments where we'll have live music and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some time of prayer and fasting and, and just singing. And so, awesome. yeah, all the above, man. I'm excited for that. That's it. Yeah. As Thanks. the host, this what, show is over. This show is over. I, I thought it was great. Thank you. Thank you guys. Awesome. Give a, give a shout out to pastor Tim. Come on, give it up, give it up. (laughs) He did great, he did great. I appreciate you, bro. This was fun. Um, But guys, uh, if you are interested in uh, in just continuing to follow us, if you can't join us live, obviously we're on Spotify, we are on uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, and you can follow us there on all of those social media platforms. But we'll be back here next Thursday at 12 p.m. We'll be live on Facebook and YouTube. So want to make sure that you guys uh, are aware of that. So if you want to tune in, but appreciate it. I'm excited. Any last comments, Pastor? That's all. See you next week right here. We'll see you guys next week. Grace and peace.